Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, I hope y'all are excited. We have a very special occasion going on today. Yo, my name is Holden Stefanroy. I'm trying to remember to say my name at the start of these. Joining me today are two very interesting gentlemen. Do y'all want to introduce yourselves to the audience? I'm Sammy Skills. Yo, what up, what up? You already know who it is. Crazy motherfucking ace in a building. And yeah, we were actually just sitting here before we started this, uh, bumping both of your musics, uh, just getting into the vibe of things, getting into the energy, making sure everybody's familiar with it. Um, definitely like your work, both of you, honestly. And uh, big ups to Sammy Skills for the beard. Personally, I'm a fan of a man who knows how to keep a proper beard like that. Um, but we're here for a really special moment. Um, well, it's not the first time it's happened because I Googled what the word premiere actually meant. We're premiering an unreleased song that's been premiered already. Uh, I'll figure a good way to approach this is Mr. Crazy Ace. You could just describe the song a little bit to us and like, you know, in a kind of intro way. Then we'll play it and then we can talk a bit more about the history in more detail after if, that, if that's okay with you. No doubt, no doubt. So, I mean... It's pretty much in the title, Southwest History, you know, like, it's where I grew up, the Southwest, I mean, we used to move around a lot, so I, I spent a bit of time in every neighborhood in the Southwest, you know, and I know a bunch of people all around, and hip-hop is what I love to do, and there's so much history, hip-hop history, especially in the Southwest, that people know fucking no idea, or they just forgot about it because they didn't care, and... I figure, fuck that. Y'all gonna remember and y'all gonna make sure to respect the Southwest to the fullest because, like, we got a lot of people who started a lot of shit out here and people just won't respect it. Big facts. And I say big facts because, like, I know any of that really, like, two years ago, if you were to ask me anything about the history of the Southwest, I personally, no idea whatsoever. Then I started doing this whole, like, interview thing. And, oh, my gosh, the amount of impact of people who have done things that come from the area that I've started to learn about is crazy. So when you showed me this track, and I'm like, yo, this is just literally, like, in line with everything we're trying to do over here. And I'm like, okay, we got to make sure that this gets played and that we do this properly. Um, but, yeah, so if y'all want to hear it, I can definitely go ahead and play that bad boy right now. It is... Uh, for them, bro. Let's let's we gotta spread that shit. Everybody gotta hear. It. All right. So before we yeah. talk, so first we gotta shout out five one four online mix for being in the chats right now because their name was just mentioned on that song along with everyone else. Shout out CB Mac for saying this is a dope track because it is exactly that, bro. This is a smash. Like I don't say that lightly. I'm saying on a technical front, you crush in that pocket in an interesting way. An, an example is how you just kind of jarringly start the first verse. Just so you know, like I'm not coming up my ass. Like you, you jarringly come into that. Like you just flow into it out of nowhere, right? That was fucking fire. But let's be yeah. real. On top, the beat's banging. Uh, it just it's a great beat. Production's on fucking point. Shout out to the uh, engineers. Because yeah. yeah. that's that is. That's my homie Gorilla G. Got to give props to him. He's going to be joining us in a minute, too. Don't worry, bro. He's going to tell you all about the beat, bro, because, like it's, you said, that shit is fire. It has a story behind it, and you're going to trip when you find out. I am very excited to learn that story. Honestly, yeah, I am. That's what's fucking cool about this shit is the stories. doubting us, you understand? Because we're, we're a new studio. Mm. But at the same time, I've been doing this for more than 20 years, you understand? 
Yo, I hear it in your flow. And I'm saying that not lately. Like, we were just bumping your shit. Like, Shine, that shit's beautiful. Yeah. That's a great Thanks, song. Bro. Hey, you know why You know why I released that song, bro? Why did you release that, my man? To prove that, that I can make timeless music. Yo, you could, though. That's fucking timeless. I, I, wrote, that, I wrote that 10 years ago, bro. No shit. Yeah. There, there's no way you could even work on the file again. That's how lost it is. <laughs> so we had the one MP3 file, and we had gone down to Ottawa to shoot one video and do a show at the same time. And at the place we rented, the Airbnb, we shot Shine. Mm, so basically, in 14 hours, we did two videos and a show in Ottawa. That's a grind, though respect yeah yo thank That's you so much I, for sharing i really felt like a rapper beast besides the match out thing i finally felt like a rapper because yeah. like i was actually tired from working you know what i mean that's all we do is grind 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 respect yeah, when i came home man, i had to chill i was like fuck not many people could just say they just did that you know nah i feel you dude like i i felt i feel tired thinking about how hard it is having shot one video in a day so to do two in a day plus a shot bro that's like superman bro. shit so yeah for real and and you know what happened eh? because we never stopped we left the club down there they closed earlier than us so mm. i got one up on them because i'm professional you know what i mean <laughs> i'm professional like promo guy type of thing i'm always out if i can be you know i feel so, that so Sleep when we dead. Yeah, sleep when we dead, basically, you know? So that led up to that. Me working with those guys, uh, that was that was crazy, you know? 14 hours. Shout out to Mike Drones. Mm. That's the video, man. That shot that's serial that's, killer. He shot serial killer. He's going to shoot a whole bunch more for us. Coming soon. Yeah, yeah he's bro. really talented, oh. though. Shut him up for um, real, though. We watched a... Uh, a few of them now. There's a lot of video guys, but understand that there's only a handful that will really get the work done. Like everybody mm -hmm. said they could get it done, but not can you yet. really get it done? Mm -hmm. No. Like we're talking three days, the video's done. <laughs> like I hear it's you. unheard of. When the quality you get back, you're like in three days, you're like. Fuck, I don't even feel I want to change anything. Like, this guy caught, like, exactly what, what I was looking for, you know? He, and I, I'm not on that track, right? But I'm, I'm like, just playing behind-the-scenes type of, like... Making sure we look good. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So... Set up, right? Because also, we set all that up. We plastered it up like it was Dexter and shit. Like Yo, y'all gonna... did that? Like, y'all put the work in. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we did all that blood. shit, bro. Got somebody. Shout out to Blue. You know, Blue, she, she yeah. plays the body that we're, like, jumping around and basically supposed to be torturing and shit. Yeah. You know, like, not many people were willing to do that. She said, fuck it. I'm down for anything. Mm. That's Shout amazing, out to man. her. Yeah, so let's uh let's talk a bit about this track since we do have a bit of an unfortunate limited time frame. But in the future, we can absolutely set some shit up and go into stories for days because oh, that's, that's what we do here. You know, everybody's gonna want to know more once it comes out. You know, because so like everyone... 
what makes this song incredible is honestly that you are walking us through the history and the thing is is like for me it was when you dropped that i blast 2010 bar because you i come into the game in 2012 and it's not a lie i blast might be possibly like the biggest name taking over shit at that time along with magnum and a few others but like facts literally that whole bar is pure facts like in 2010, iBlast was the real deal. In 2010, iBlast drops his track, The Real Deal, mm. and forget about it. Everybody all over the Southwest and past downtown was banging The Real Deal. Like, that was yeah. the hardest track in the city at that like point. Bergs, DG, everywhere. Yeah, that was everywhere some grimy. Shit. So all I can say is that track he did where he bangs the chick in the music video, uh, that shit made my hit my call center. Like I was in the call. That shit floated my call center. Like how often does a local track float your call center circle? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what it is, doggy. You put in the work and you're gonna get to where you gotta be. You know what I mean? Fast, which is why he leveled up the big bag blicky now. <laughs> that's it. Right. to him. So why don't you tell us? Tell us how this song came to be. Uh, like why did you write this? That's a big song. Shit, pretty much the reason why I wrote it is because, I mean, he came to me and he's like, I want to know, like, all the rest, like, about, like, exactly, like, to start. That's how it started. Like, I was reading, I was like, watching okay, documentaries. Like, we could all say Sans Pression started rap. Big up to SP, by the way. For sure. He started French rap. You know what I mean? But, but where's the English side, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows where the English. And then... When you watch documentaries, they only go so far and they only name, you know, the people that they're basically filming and whatnot. Right. So I come to see my homies, Sammy Skill and Gorilla G, who, if people really know their history of, of hip-hop on the Southwest, they they used to go by the CAD crew, crazy-ass delinquents. And a lot of people are going to say, nah, it's him, nah, it's that. This guy is one of the first guys to start like real gangster rap hip hop mm. on the Southwest of Montreal. Yeah, because at like, that people, time people wouldn't around... play him in clubs and shit. Like, yeah, they didn't want him. They wouldn't play me on the only the only guy who would play me is Duke Eatman. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to him indeed. Up. He's the now he works. Now he works at CBC instead of Kwanawaki K103. You know what I mean? Shout out to K Town, bro. They, they yeah, helped shout, the, they helped the hip hop movement in the Southwest. Yeah. For sure. I know Willie Scandals is watching right now. So, yo, big up to the whole community. Out big here. up. Big up to all the Indian people, all the Mohawks. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I come to my homie. He starts, you know, breaking it down and, you know, shedding light on what the rumors are and what the real shit is. Because at that time, everybody was doing, you know, singing and rap, you know? Mm. You get what I mean? Like, rap was getting soft, so people want to make hits. But people don't understand. You don't just make it off underground, like, one hit, you know? Like, it's very seldom that happens to anybody. So we started going our own way with at that time with the gangster shit, you know? So that's how we've always been. So when we started hooking up a long, long time ago, well, like a couple of years back, 
I think it was just like that's why this is why we all met because this is how gangster rap, real hip hop. Like that's what that's what what brought us together. You know what I mean? And pretty much, yeah. At that point, when he was dropping all that knowledge, I was like, shit. Like I would go out and I would chill with like homies my age and shit or younger, and man's wouldn't even notice. No, they know the new guys. But they don't know, like, they know the old guys from, like, New York. They know KRS. They know Daddy King. But they can't name the OGs or the legends that started hip-hop in Canada or Montreal or Quebec. Yeah. Like, they can't even name one name other than Sans Pression and two, three other guys. And I was like, fuck, bro. That's not possible. Especially when the Southwest... We've always been known for for spitting shit, like we spit shit, like Southwest. Go look at all the rappers from right now who come from from the Southwest, and we're grinding. And you're gonna see who we're it grimy, is. Man. We you're gonna marks. be like, "Fuck, man, this is half the half of the scene, or the three quarters of the scene, Facts. at least." You know, like some of the greatest to do it come from the Southwest. Exactly, and. Pretty much, if you want to, like, what really inspired me to do the track was, uh, at this point, I was studying, I fucking discovered Shades of Culture. Yeah. Shout out Shades of Culture. Shady and Shades of Culture, you know? So I started studying them, and then I found out they were from Texas. D-Shade, by the way. And, yeah, my bad. Yeah. My bad, D-Shade. So, yeah, so I'm like, okay, Texas guy. So I started listening and I believe it's on their first album, uh, the first interlude. They're he, they're really talking about like where they're from. He talks about the cowboys in Texas and the b boys and riding the trains and going up to DG to play ball in Gerard Park. Like I was like, yo, this is shit I could relate to. Yo, big facts. And nobody's done this for like thirty years. I was like, this is impossible. So I was like, nah, nah, nah. So I come to the studio. You know, I'm talking with the mans and they're like, we're going to make it happen. So I'm like, yo, let's get it done. And then, yeah. and then once the beat was made, it, it was over from there. I had a few bars written and the shit just started flowing. Next day, and less than a week, that whole track was made and man mixed it. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish Gorilla uh, G was back by now. Nah, it's all good. I just don't mean to interrupt you, but shout out LaRue666QC for the follow. When people follow you, you got to give them a shout out on Twitch. It's the Yo, rules. Shout out, man. shout out. Shout out to you guys. And if you got a dream, man, don't stop following me. Also, if y'all uh, have questions about the song in general, this is a great opportunity for y'all to ask. If y'all got questions, if you want to give some feedback, you know, we'll, we'll, we, we might take it, we might not. Mm-hmm. That's just who we is, so... Nah, nah, you know, I it, mean, comes with, it comes with a warning comes label. With, yeah, it comes with the territory, you know? I mean, so far it's all love for the track, so it's hard to give you, like, a negative fucking feedback. Yeah, everybody. Because it's, it's a fact, like, you can't hate on the track. Nah, I don't think you can. Grab yourselves, Montreal, for once, are not hating on one of your own. Yo, I gotta just say on that front, um, sitting in my position talking to people, the tide of hating is shifting. It is certainly not what it used to finally, be. Finally, you see exactly finally because people are realizing that, like, you know, Montreal might not be at, at the level where. No, it's good. Like, other it's places. the ones who was hating 
is is getting older and don't want to have nothing to do with the game no more because they don't see it getting. Because yeah, all I can tell you is I ain't really met a kid that was hating, and all the young guys I meet love lyrical concepts and shit. So they all seem to like defy the stereotypes that I was propagated into believing. And then um, simultaneously, a lot of the old cats is like just fucking jumping back into the game too. Like it's like a lot of people like took off like six years and are now like fuck it. It's like everybody sat here in the last nine months and had a little reset. And I think a lot of us is like, okay, uh, bro, maybe we're gonna... Look, when I came back in the game, okay, it was 2017. Okay. Right? And the, the scene was in shambles. There was no scene Anglo to be found. The mm. French the French had it pop and they were getaway current. Fucking everything. Hockey show fucking uh, commercials and shit like this. And here we are, we're we're getting we're gonna do all this for know? fucking building everything. So shout out CY. CY was always doing shows and stuff. Yeah, right? for sure. He put me on, you know, he gave me my first shows and shit. Shout out to CY Southwest. Yes. Peace a lot of game from him too. There's and that's it. That's I can say that though. another reason why I made the track, you know. I had to give props to like every neighborhood and, and like you know i couldn't shout out everybody understand that that's that's one thing people will hate on i know people are gonna hate on oh yo why didn't i get a shout out why didn't i get a mention understand that if i would have mentioned everybody the track would have been like 20 minutes long and nobody would have listened yeah, exactly. to it and they still would have hated because they wouldn't have heard their name being mentioned but yo check it you left yourself the opportunity to just write part two part three Part four, like dog, you can just turn this into a fucking series where you just keep doing it with new names every single fucking time, and it's completely renewable. Oh, for sure, no doubt. But like, definitely. But but it wouldn't be the same, bro, because mm. it, that that's the foundation of what led Montreal hip hop to be what it is now. Yeah, I hear you. And I might like, the, yo, here's the thing. As I learned about the history of Montreal hip-hop, it really does coincide with a lot of the, sh the stuff you're mentioning. Like, I met Preach and Cobia, uh, and we did a little interview. And yeah, like, the stuff like the... Preach has been around forever, bro. Straight up. Oh, there's so many guys that have been around for years that man's didn't know. Preach has a show? No, actually, I think. Or CKUT. He's also on Twitch, everybody. We can, uh, Bonnie, if you want to link to Preach's channel, that would be fire. Y'all should go give him a little follow. So, yo, I, I bet, yo, Preach is pretty dope, but, like, he was telling me stuff. Like, we went through 96 to 99, and it took Preach two hours to cover those two, three years. And he brought up the Butter Babies. He brought up fucking Shades of Culture. He, and I'm like, yo, wait a second. Oh, for Straight sure. up, Butter these are the guys y'all are fucking mentioning in your off, shit. Bro. I'm putting them on the track, bro. Those sure. are legends, bro. Bro, look, one thing that happened with the CAD, right? It ends up turning into basically a street gang. Like, we're over here about five, six guys, like, enough to be, like, a gang, I guess. But there's another, like, 300 on the streets that are, 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 Actually are, are gang like, stuff. marking this shit, every, tagging this shit everywhere. So, you would see CAD everywhere forever, like, and then then kids were getting killed and shit, and I just didn't feel good about the situation, so we changed it to the two two three, and then that just followed, so it was like we, we couldn't even get away from it. Like. Yeah, I just so want to give a little shout out to Misery for uh, show King Misery showed up to say what's up. His cousin used to run with CAD. Yeah, shout out. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, we really yeah, appreciate so that's it. What it was, you know what I mean? So like when when you're trying to do something that's a musical like or artistic thing and it turns into like yeah, you know shit. you know what what life we're in, you know what I mean? And this is in like ninety eight, two thousand. So Shit's starting to pop off in the neighborhoods, you know? People, people, shit's not looking the same anymore, you know? Mm. A lot of goofing, a lot of Which gangs, I also mentioned in the track, like, that's literally the biggest thing that killed the scene in the Southwest was that nobody, like, we have the V Lounge in Texas that, like, used to be a big spot for shows. And then fights and shootings and whatnot just killed it. People just didn't want to book hip-hop shows anymore because they thought we were just going to fucking start shooting place up and break liquor bottles and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And we all know how costly that is. And once the cops come in and start finding everybody, forget about it. You know what I mean? That that man could lose his livelihood. The guy worked his whole life to get the bar, and then he loses it because some kids had a... A, a rap show, you know what I mean? And and half of the time, the, the beef doesn't even have anything to do with the artist. So it's like, you know what I mean? Mm, that's actually big, eh? I noticed, like, unfortunately, violence can really fuck shit up. Like, I remember recently oh, there was that unfortunate incident at Belmont. It's a big problem, and understand that, like, I ain't gonna stand here and preach that like, yeah, I know violence isn't the key, and then I'm gonna go jump in a booth after and make a track like serial yeah, killers. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, like understand that like we talk about the gang shit because we've seen it. We've probably done more than we should have. You know, like it's it's an everyday thing here. Our our family been through it. Mm. But at the same time, we're not saying it because you know we had a good time doing it. We saying it because like don't like you know don't do it because you know this is what might happen. Gorilla G, when even Gorilla G, like that's my blood brother. Like so, even us, we got we caught cases in 2013, bro. They were two, they were federal cases, bro. Mm. They wanted to lock us up forever, and it's like for what? For rapping and bullshit, you know. It's all bullshit nowadays. So if you're going to be a rapper, stick to rapping because that other shit is going to get you locked up. Yeah. If you ain't ready to get locked up and you want to be some fucking 6 9 shit, then, you know, just don't do it either. Trust. Because- My entire career is rapping without none of that stuff. It's totally viable. <laughs> you know, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, but understand that I also feel like, for me anyways, understand that, like, if you don't do that stuff, or done that stuff, you shouldn't be rapping about that stuff. Rap oh, about big like, facts, though. Yeah, right. What you know about? Like, look at guys like Pharrell and shit. They're not super gangster. Not. They made fucking millions, millions, millions of dollars. I feel There's like um, Chance the Rapper. Yeah, man. So many. Like, unfortunately. People... Some of us didn't get to see the brighter side of the fence, you know what I mean? Not yet, anyways. No worries, we getting there. Nah, I feel this like it, on that point, yo, the future is just open, man. With the internet now, there's no age gap anymore. 
literally anybody can just drop an album right now and find a fan base. I mean, yes, there's a lot of complicated factors to it, but like what I really hope to see is a lot more of these kinds of conversations happening where a lot of the older cats come through and tell us the story and put that history down. And then who knows, maybe we get them on some ciphers and maybe we get some sparks going and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, no doubt. But understand that at the same time, we don't want none of these old heads coming in here trying to claim that they did something first when they didn't really do it, when other people did it before. Yeah, that too. Like, we don't want no fraud out here. Understand that you're going to get... You're going to get, get checked. checked. You can't be out of pocket like that. We ain't going to say no names, but like, don't be doing that shit. Cause you, you, you out of pocket with that shit. That's fair. Because um, if I'm a certain age, right? Let's not. And I was doing shit at a certain time, right? It's just like math. It's all an equation, right? So I would have known you, bro. Hmm. And that's not to anyone specific at all, but think what you say before you say it, you know? Don't write bullshit. People don't want to hear that. I think those days are over. People want to that's hear the, truth. the real story. I mean, and if it counts for anything to everyone out there, I'm planning on capturing the real story. As in, I'm going to talk to fucking everybody in the whole city. And I'm going to get that shit. Um... See, I got distracted by the people walking behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's stress. You know, there's always, there's always business going to the Watch This Squad studio. It's fucking not cool, a man. lot. Not a lot, but it's coming. It's like feel, it's like a feel the dream shit. You know, build it, then they will come. I feel it, yeah. though, but the quality of the product that comes out of your stuff is power. Um, I've heard nothing that I didn't much like. Respect. Much respect. In fact, I've had that. Props to them, because if it wasn't for them, and no disrespect to all the other producers that I've worked with, but like, exactly. but like, like understand that with the pa- I I I've come to terms with you know, the pandemic affected everyone differently, and I can't let the pandemic affect me, the same way it's affecting other people because they're being affected that way. Like I can't be held back. I guess you could say like I've spent years waiting on other people, and I feel like I can't let my fan base wait. Because I'm waiting on other people anymore. That's very fair. Like I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like you know, you know what I mean. Like we all we, we had to find an alternative. Like everyone else who's out of a job and shit had to find an alternative. I had to find an alternative as an artist to get my music out there to the people. Yeah. And my and, and like and me and uh, Gorilla G Studio, it was like it was like fucked up. It's been like ten years. We didn't like do no upgrades or anything like that so, and still the quality was fine and still we we're yeah that's why we kept it though because it was still why why fucking fix what ain't broke right mm. so but now it's like it is what it is so we wanted different sounds and shit they're like studios that we know of are closing and they're for covid and we're like what the fuck do you got like Ace is like, I got like one more fucking, two more bars to fucking fact. You know what I mean? And That's another thing, you know, the EPs are coming so soon. I There's just, so much delay, but now they're coming. Man. And now, so I just made the decision to get up the fuck up and I went out of pocket and rebuilt the whole studio. So 
like Monster Squad Studios, it ain't like it's it's not a game to, it's not a game to play with. It's it's like fuck no. It's top of the line shit you're gonna hear bouncing out of here, bro. And to do it from your house, it's crazy. Mm, I respect that. No, I really do. I mean, I haven't heard everything you guys have done, but I've heard a lot of your newer shit. Like, um, I was definitely on the Sammy Skills channel for a quick minute listening. That like, I'm a boss. Da 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 da. That song is like the fucking. Uh, I'm a boss. Yeah, for sure. That's just sure. stuck more, in my fucking head for days now. Like Southwest, for sure. That's a hit right here. Yeah. And and Gorilla G again. Yeah. Yeah. Produced. By he Gorilla produced G. that beat actually. He produces all the, like, most of the beats we do. Like, 95% of the product coming out of this studio right now is all in-house product. Beats. It's all organic. It's all all out of here. Like, it's all, like... We've tried to cut out as many middlemen as possible during these hard times because, like, you know, let's be real. Like, most people aren't in business, and the other people that are in business have had to up their prices. So it's like math, like once again, it comes down to math. Like if it mathematically makes more sense to just buy the equipment and do it ourselves. Ah, that is literally why I built my shit in my room. I started running numbers and I was like, hold up. If I pay this much per hour over this much time and I'm getting this much out of it and this, that. And I'm like, wait a second. How much does it actually cost to build some shit at home? Don't get me wrong. I probably didn't put as much work into what y'all did. I'm not even gonna lie, but like, oh, for sure. But also, like, no, this, but that, I, this is the thing, though, that people need to understand that, like, you can have a million dollars, go mm-hmm. buy a studio, but understand that the biggest, the biggest thing you're gonna have to pay is with your time because you have to learn everything. Yeah. Like, they had a studio. Like you said, he's been doing this for twenty plus years. But still, once we got the whole new system, right, it took us about a week to learn everything and yeah. get everything working oh properly gosh. up I've and had- running. So the biggest thing you're going to have to pay with is your time. And if you ain't willing to pay the time, then you've already lost. Yeah. If, if, you, ain't, if you ain't got the time or you're not like willing to put up the time, don't even bother. You know what I mean? It's like even learning this program, it was like, it was different because it wasn't what I was used to, but it, these guys are funny because they just don't want to get sued. It's the same program, but completely backwards. Like, so once you, you figure it out backwards, you, you know, if the way you used to know your old program, you know what I'm saying? Didn't and that still mean. sounds backwards to me, but he's the he's one of the engineers. So, so yeah. either way, I'm glad everybody likes that it's popping and that the sound is good. Yeah, that sure. sounds it sounds great. It sounds, sounds professional. professional. That, that that's 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 our main goal. Like, understand, a lot of people's goal is to make money off music. Oh, our main goal I, here goal is that it sounds professional. Exactly. Like, our main goal fuck. is that it sounds crisp and that it's hot and that it's banging in every club out of every speaker and that it sounds the same coming out of every speaker. Yeah, that's we, a big we, one. For, for quantity, we want quality. The money is going to come. That's just the way it is. That's true. It's not a quick game. A lot of people maybe act like sometimes it is a bit of a quick game, but... 
And I like how uh, we just got a comment from LaRue666QC. It's like the old days where underground music came from backyard sheds and basements and shit, and you know, but just more polished. Real shit, yeah. Exactly. Plus, this the Southwest, so we we extra grimy with it. We literally like, look, we in the fucking like some outcast dungeon shit, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you can you can think like I'm saying home studio, right? But you come in and you're gonna be like, wow, fuck, this ain't a joke. Okay, I understand what's going on now. And, and like, then once you once you hear the product that you just did. Then you'd be like, okay, I understand now. Now I understand. This ain't no fucking home studio. It's where I have my business. Just, just to give you an idea, and this is not to this, shit on nobody. This is, I, this is where I do my business, you know? This this room that we're in doing our interview uh, this is, is, is the booth. It's the smoke room. It's, it's also where we shot half of the serial killer video. Like, it's a photo room. Like, King Jungles, too. Like, this this place, <laughs> like, one room does the job of what six would do in a major studio. Like, yeah, this this one room has so much hip-hop history. It's not even funny, actually. Everybody's, everybody's been here. Like, cool. Over the last 20 years. I can say that. Every, a, lot of, a lot of rappers have been here. It's pretty dumb, and man. recorded and recorded like freestyles, cyphers, cyphers, tracks. Well, you know, the smoke the, the joint on the, the king, track. the king misery song, gang, 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 gang. That's misery's freestyling. <laughs> that, that's straight up freestyle, right there. So, later stars. Thank you. Let's have to say hold this out to my boy Marco. He's out. Let's take care. He's always supporting. Bye, Marco. Always been around. You know, it is real Texas man out here. All at the ends, man. Yes, sir. No doubt, bro. Holding down, bro. Think about myself a bit, you know? Sir. All right. Thank you. Lovely lace. No, man. So why don't you um uh why don't you tell us a bit of the history that inspired you the most like some of the coolest shit that you've learned or that you want to share with us cuz I mean a lot of people's here on my side for the histories. Well, Money. Tell you so the history well first of all like what tripped me out the most, you know, was like once I started finding out like a lot of the people I was hanging out with, you know, had more had had a lot done a lot more in the game than I thought. Like, you know, first, you know, I have my home in King Misery, you know, he showed me a lot of the game. Man's like, you know, in Verdun, King Misery, you know, he's top tier, you know, nobody not a lot of people above King Misery in the V. Then, you know, CY Southwest, you know, gave me a lot of game too, you know, influenced me a lot in the battle rap scene. He reps the point, you know, Southwest shit. Then, you know, you got yeah. my homie Sammy Skill. Shout out CY, how helped out, he helped out Aces, you know, Aces battle rap career to, to start up mm. and no doubt, you know. flourished to what it became. Facts. That's and, right. uh, you know, then you, 
for sure, I gotta say, you know, the savvy skills, you know, like. Yeah, because I was me out. Like, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, like, obviously, hip hop didn't just, like, you know, guys didn't just pop up. People, people been doing it. But it was crazy to find out that he was, like, one of the first guys, but not only one of the first guys, one of the first guys to actually get, like, real deals given to him. Yeah. And, I well, offered. Offers, whatever you know, but still, it's better than what a lot, a lot of guys got in, in the hood, you know. Yeah, man, we almost got signed to Donald K. Donald at that time. So, at that time, that's when you were really getting a check, if if you got a good deal, you know. Right. So it wasn't no streaming shit, no like computers. Computers weren't really like. But I hear that sound, eh? Brah, brah, brah. Yeah, it was the computers weren't paying you 10 cents a stream, you know, or whatever the fuck it is. You were really getting those million dollar checks and stuff like that if you were worth it and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, but you know who who ends up coming up next and signs with Donald right after like art, art thing, some 41. Whoa. And they go on to make it like across the Fact, fucking brother, universe. Fucking legend, hey, it is what it is, right? Matter of fact, I heard JT Souls is fucking signed to uh, Aquarius Records and shit. Possibly, shit. Uh, there's a lot of people because they don't know that Donald K. Donald owns Aquarius Records. Mm. That's it. so. And fuck yeah, uh, fuck if you want to know a few other people like. It's in the track, but, yo, like, a major influence when I was in high school was when uh, a lot of guys in the Southwest were popping. You know, you had Boy Blue, Borden, Peso, fucking Crazy K. Cali was rapping at that point, but he was still producing. So many people, bro. And one that stuck out to me, he didn't have a lot of raps, but fucking Cali, bro, like, he he spit a fucking... A freestyle, bro, that just blew my mind. I was in high school, and I was like, okay, bro, like, everybody was freestyling some shit. This guy came, and he was like, he was here to destroy, bro. There might be footage of it on uh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, there is. It's out there. Like Cali, like, Wrecker? Weston Major. Weston Major? Yeah. Yeah, Merker Miyagi now he goes by. So... I don't know if it's there, but we like tore the internet the other day finding everything we could find about Marker on his pre-interview. So like, we definitely bumped every. We we've seen what he can do to a freestyle recently. So you've seen that Wes's major freestyle. So you know that bar. Yeah, bro, that shit is fire. Watch how you're talking. Talk, you better walk it, or you'll be a walking target. Yes, oh, yes, I do know that. Oh. Like, bro, that whole fuck, bro. Tell you something. That, that whole fucking. That whole that whole verse yeah. is fire. If it's a verse, I don't know. If it's a freestyle, Come that on, whole bro. freestyle. It's the game the I choose to play, so I refuse to let it change me, bro. Yeah, I got a little paper now, so you can all hate me. Come on, bro. You can't Actually, as fuck. I don't care. Go, 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 go on my YouTube. See that? That's another time when I, in 2017, this one came back. I started doing shows only. Nobody knew I rapped it, and I knew nobody remembered because that's how it is in Montreal. You know, everybody thinks there's a shit. So, like, 
anybody who makes a song, they're, they're, they don't even think about nobody else or the past or whatever. Yo, so I, gotta, I, just, I just started making shows. Well, I was doing shows like with older dudes that were, were, weren't doing shit no more. Like, mm. like they were still probably wanted to do shit, but like Tech Luciano, uh, King Tasha, Jungle, Natasha Marie, King Jungle, I would put on the shows all the time. Uh, Cali, Cali, Stack, Stacky, Stack, though. These are all like guys you should be interviewing. So, we did Merker, Natasha Marie scheduled. We, we did a guy from like 10 years ago. No, straight up. We've uh. We've talked to Tech Luciano. He start Tech Luciano is basically the guy who started his current run because I did that interview with him and he started busting it and everyone's like, wait, Tech did that? And that kind of got me more people involved. So I have Natasha Marie scheduled in about a month. Um, we've done uh, Merker earlier this month. Yo, Merker was almost four hours straight. Uh, and then uh, like basically it's like that, man. We got... We got yeah. uh, Action Man is coming through. Action Man. Callie, you could speak to like forever yeah. if it's Absolutely. Right now. I actually sent him a message just now and said, Crazy Ace, spit your bars live on the stream. So then I just sent uh, Callie a message saying, Yo, Crazy Ace, just spit your bars live on the stream, dude. Because like, he's going to fucking love that, dude. That's amazing. You were, you did that. Like To me, that's just incredible to see happen live bro, here. Bro, you have to understand that when that shit came out, my brother showed me that. Because my brother was like a big boy blue fan at that uh. time. And fucking, he showed me that. And Borden, Borden and Peso, I was fucking with at that point. And then when I heard Cali on that, Shout out to Borden. I just Peso. kept watching that shit. And I was in high school, bro. And I was just like spitting that in my head. And mm. I would show people. I was like, bro, you don't understand. Baz, bro. Baz on the shit. And you know? Um, and, yeah, bro. I memorized those things and all those bars in high school. And I just, I can't forget them, bro. They're, they're there, bro. Yo, cause you know what's crazy that you're saying that is everybody comes and acts like young because Crazy Ace is a little younger than me. He's not like super young, but he's a little younger than me. And, 25 uh, years old. I don't give a fuck. 95 for life. Straight up. So he's not old and he's giving love to bars and lyricisms. Wait a second. Is that real? He, he doesn't exist according to a lot of old haters. Anyway, I was just making a joke at the expense of some old haters. I have a... I have a question for you from the comments, though, that I definitely want to ask. Shout out, Ismail. Is a freestyle for y'all an off-the-dome experience, or just a freestyle could be a written as well? No. Well, understand that if you're old-school style, yes, a freestyle is it's a freestyle. It shouldn't be written. It's You're supposed to be rapping about how you're feeling in the moment, what's around you, you know, like, yeah, with the crowd. It's how you interact with the crowd as an MC, freestyle. Well, even if you're a freestyler, because that's where we all started, really, pretty mm -hmm. much. Freestyling, if it's a written, it's not really a freestyle anymore. And, like, that's cool. it's prepared. It's not free. It's not when you, when you, it has a style. Okay, but what like, if you take that written and you just fucking redo it for the next beat? I mean, that's just, I mean, well, then, it's then recycling, but then it also a has a, it depends. <laughs> like, like if you spit, if you spit that freestyle on a corner, 
and then you go lay it on a beat. Yeah. It was never released, but if you released that that verse and then you re-release it on somebody else's track or on another one of your track, you're just recycling at that point. You you have So no I was creative. thinking about more like just cuz yo uh, as Ismail followed up, I saw a video where Big Daddy Kane said freestyle originally was not off the top. And I actually saw that same video where I was watching a lot of the really old New York guys talk about how off the dome yeah, and freestyle aren't the same. That's only because they had like memorized half of their yeah, book already. Hip hop right? so, was nothing. These guys were sitting at home writing. And then when they were actually given an opportunity to spit what they had written, that nobody was recording them. They were just spitting the same shit because that's what people wanted. That's how you heard it. Okay. They weren't playing on the radio. They weren't. They had no records, so they would just spit it and spit it. That, how do you think Big Bang Hank robbed Grandmaster Kaz? He was his manager and heard the rap so many times that he's like, "Fuck it, these people want a rapper. I'm gonna go spit these rhymes." So like, that's I, that, they were spit. But then once records started coming out. You couldn't go spit that verse that everyone had heard on the radio 50 times. It was like, okay, I can go to your show and see that, but I don't want to fucking, like, see you on the corner. Like, if I'm asking you to spit me a, a rhyme, I want to know what your your abilities are. What are you capable of? Congratulations, Seriously. you're capable of memorizing a rhyme. I can do that, too. Anyone can do that. But what's the content? You know? Okay, I really That's like you. No, no, but you know what, dude? Like, say what you will. I know you say I don't want to be a hater a lot, but I actually think you really explain your stuff in a way where it's not necessary. You're very specific, right? That was a very, that was a really good answer, I dude. I understand that I've studied the game. That if I just say, "Nah, fuck it," you got freestylers. You can't spit writings. People go twist my words. People go say, "Oh, he's he's whack." Or they're no. gonna catch him for and be like, "Oh, well, he spit this." When in reality, they've tried to do that to me before, and fuck you for that fucking guy for trying to do that, trying to say that I'm stealing bars from from a guy that I listened to one song of, and like I didn't never steal no rhymes in my life. Um, we do have another que uh, question from you from uh, DJ Crystal Clear, Crazy Ace. What is your top five storytelling rappers? Shit, storytelling? Okay. Um, now wants to know. There's a, there's a lot of good storytellers, but fuck, if I was to go, uh, Slick Rick definitely is in Number there. Number one, probably. For sure. Slick time. Rick, he, he, he's just the storytelling master. Try. Uh, Try. Big, big, big L. Big L. I'm sorry, Big L has so many storytellings and he was so vivid. Yeah. Try. Um, probably from... Uh... Fuck. Uh, yeah, Trife was pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. I put Trife in there. Uh, KRS, definitely. Pac, the biggest storyteller ever. And fucking 100%, bro. What like, do you think? Pac is the number one. Pac, Pac understand that, like, it might not always be, like, storytelling like Slick Rick would. Like, Slick Rick would literally be, no, like, it's spitting a, almost... a book. He but be, Pac painted a picture yeah. that literally it felt like I'm, you were watching a movie in your head. Yeah, I like, feel that. Yeah, that would be my top five. Slick like, Rick. You could listen over and over every record. Oh, like, yeah. The record over and over. The whole know. record is a fucking book. It's a movie. It doesn't so, matter. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, top five Two would be... Uh, 
For sure. Tupac, uh, KRS, Slick Rick. Who you even say KRS before? And, yeah, you did. Uh, you did say it before. Oh, yeah, did we? Yeah, 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 you did. And right. who was the last one? Fuck. Big L. Yeah, Big L. And it was like uh, right there in the co- So, have you uh, ever listened to Idea from Idea and Abilities? Nah. Fair enough. He's a very vivid storyteller. Highly. Although, you see, I listen to a lot of old school shit, but you see, if I can give you a top three of like the new school guys that I listen to. Nah, this dude's like from like 2000. He's like early rhyme sayers. Like really old school. Uh, like new school guys, yeah. I don't listen to many, but like. Speaker Knockers is hard on the storytelling. I fuck with like Rico's story one, two, three. You know, Matt Payne's like he he really tells a whole story. And uh YMW Melly, I fuck with him. He he's a good storyteller. And fuck, I don't listen to that many new school guys, bro. Uh, he really doesn't. He's oh, crazy. Fair enough. Idea dropped in like 2000 or so though. He's like kind of old school with it. Just uh, not in the same lane that you were mentioning, I would say. Uh, but that's fair. Um, but old school. What does old school mean? That's another question we just got. Define old school to you. I mean, old school, I mean, to a lot of people, I guess is different. Blaster had a pretty good definition to me one time on the, on his show. He said, old school to him is anything your parents used to listen to. Hey, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I love heard it. that. Yeah, that's pretty facts. fucking accurate. But, Big facts, actually. I like that a lot. Oh, my gosh. I guess to to the younger generation now, and like, like I say younger generation like I'm 40, but like younger generation, like people that are 20 and lower, to them, old school is like two years. Mm. Who's what's to say old, what's old school anyways? Like, like yo, I've, I've heard guys <laughs> tell me that Chief Keef is old school. Yeah, I can see why he's old school, and I can see why he's not. He's in the middle. He's in the 10-plus years category. Where like, yeah, he's basically yeah. like what the golden eras were in the 2000s. Like, like they're not old school. Like, I, I, like, one of my favorite artists is Kevin Gates. I love Kevin Gates. But he's yeah, been around for like 10 years, too. But would people going to say he's old school? No. Well, I mean, if you're 12, yeah. If you're 25, no. I think it really depends on how old you are. Uh, I think people are kind of weird with that in my experience, right? So, like, everyone... It goes... I guess everybody has their own opinion. We got a really good fucking question with this conversation. I see what you're doing, Ismail. He said it. He set us up a bit. Is Griselda old school? (laughs) See what I mean? I mean, yes, the guys are old school as fuck. Look at around. Conway's OG is a motherfucker. Like... Him and I think it's his cousin, Westside Gun. Yeah. Like, these guys are old school right. as fuck. Right. But to say their sound is old school, no. It's it's very nimey, grimy. What does that but mean? Th- Explain that. That's a great word. I like it. Like, well, nine, 90s, like, grimy like, 90s is, like, what Mob Deep, Big L were starting to do. Like, that, that very dark... Uh, using the bass, yeah. What they're basically doing is using that 
adding the 808 kick drums and, you know, basically making it sound more appealing to what the newer folks would like to hear while still staying 90 grimy, as I said. Whoa, I appreciate what was that. The, uh, Griselda, the, the, the red, the red album. Hello, yes, yeah, Hello, Earth was looking, yeah, you see, like that. That's but, 90 grimy, but the first, the first, first, fucking infamous, record, yeah, the infamous. That's like, that's, that's, that's like classic. one of my top. Yeah, that's one of my top. Yeah. I really love the production on those projects. Um, I know. I they sound shit. So it's like, they sound shit, but they sound good, you know? Yeah, it's man. It's weird. I've reviewed both those albums. So, like, I didn't appreciate them when I was younger. But I've, like, in the last couple of years, sat down, bumped them, like, four times in a row type shit. Oh, my gosh. Uh I don't think there's a lot of people who could make drums pound like that. When I say pound, I mean like you had the headphones on and those drums just smash through everything and hit you in a beautiful well, way. That's, that's what that's what you get here. Mm. I'm also an ex drummer, so drums are my thing, but like that's what I love. I and appreciate my brother that. like my brother, he's a loves everything else. He's a eight oh eight king. You know what I mean? He, like you don't understand he can do it all it don't matter you give him a rhythm and he'll he'll, he'll distort it chop it oh by the way by the way southwest we we made that beat all standing around in around fucking seven minutes yo 514 online makes just said that's cool i didn't know sammy skills played the drums yo people love learning this shit Bro, like, tell yourself, like, yo, he can play a lot of shit. Gorilla G could learn anything. Like, give yeah. him ten minutes, he'll figure out how to how to play it on the on the shit or live mm. and shit. Like, I'm a mix man. I'm no mix man. I I, I like yeah. to make the shit sound he's, as he's good crazy loud as with knobs and shit. Nuts. Me. I'm like, I, I, uh, I can't. You're crazy with lyrics. Yeah, that's it. I'm just a wordsmith. I just write. I'm. I can spin it. I can spin a good twine. <laughs> but we, we all have separate careers too, so it's like. That's the. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. All right. Let's just assume in the history of all interviews, when you feel the urge to say, you know what I mean. The answer to many people is always going to be no. You should elaborate ah, more, please. Ah, ah. Well, then, then I guess they don't really understand. They'll, like, they'll, they'll we'll, learn we'll, to we'll, understand. We'll explain like, it. Like, In I'll time. work. I'll, I'll work on a whole because, like, I'm on both sides of the field, right? Think about it. Like, let's say 40 and drink, mm. right? Sometimes I got to be both. Sometimes... Sometimes gorillas got to be both. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to be. So he now, doesn't want to be, but 
You know what I mean? I, that was just an excuse. You gotta, yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta you gotta understand. You gotta understand the game on third level. Okay, you gave us like a better explanation with that, and then you added, you know what I mean. So I'm like, yeah, your explanation made it clear. Forty and Drake. Okay, that like anyone can just fucking Google now, and everybody's gonna know what you mean. It's like super clear. Uh, I'm not trying to be difficult. I've just realized that there's a lot of old school guys. Who just go, you know what I mean? And I learned that there's a lot of people watching who are like, no, thank you for asking them what they meant. That happens a lot. So I started doing that more. And it's it's a fun time. I mean, I appreciated what you meant. Don't get me wrong. Don't talk a lot, really, about the past. We're trying, so We're trying, that's, uh, that's what we're trying to do. You guys are right here doing it. And honestly, this has been amazing so far. I just want to, again, thank you for coming through. Like, you don't understand. Yeah. What, what um, Crazy Ace is doing on this history quest, I'm basically doing the same thing, and y'all are helping me out with my goal. It's the same idea. Like, yo, I started asking questions like, yo, what is the history? What is going on? Who's even in the city? Like, people have a lot of trouble understanding this shit. So, like, yeah. why? Because it's not there, unfortunately. So, you're right. A lot of us don't know. But that's what we're trying to rectify here. And so, thank you for being a part of that. Pull the chair. So we finally got Gorilla G in the building, but he's he's working on something right now, so he he can't come on camera. That's all right. He's but don't worry, he he he'll he'll probably drop a few gems in the background. Well, I just wanted to thank you for your amazing work on that incredible beat, because we all bumped to that, we all vibed to that. It was a fucking wonderful fucking track. Uh, we've listened to a bunch of your music beforehand, and everybody's feeling your vibe, Mr. Gorilla G. So thank you for your incredible contributions to everything that you've done for the city thus far. Much love and respect, my G. Much love and respect. Back at you. We're seeing what you're doing. We're loving it. Somebody actually putting it down for the culture. You know what I mean? Yo, appreciate that for real. And yo, like, honestly, though, anytime y'all want to come through and share history lessons, we fucking here for it. Because you know what I found out is a lot of people are curious, too. Like, it's, it's actually like this. Uh, bro, the people want to know. But understand that the people have been fed lies for many years. And I do not want to step on anybody's toes. We're here to correct like, that. Because everybody's contributed in a way. But understand that Montreal has got a bad reputation because of one thing. Because people want more than what they deserve. And... Okay. Everybody would get a piece if everybody would learn to get along. Yeah. And I'm not a hypocrite. I do not get along with everybody. But understand that I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to start going around and blackballing people because, you know, he, he did whatever. No. Go somewhere else. Do your own thing. So don't come in my lane. I won't come in yours. But, but like, this city is, like... Yeah, like I said, though. Everybody wants hate. More. Exactly. It's full of hate, and people want so more like, than what they... Here's the thing, man. I used to be a contributor to that hate. So when you what you're talking about, it resonates heavy with me, because in, like, 2014, 15, y'all probably wouldn't have liked me, like, the same, you know? I had to learn. But um, uh, but people still don't like us. So people still don't like us. But what I'm saying that's is... Is that's that, why in 2017 I came out because I was like, I'm going to change this whole fucking scene. 
but, but I, I feel like a lot of a lot of positivity has surfaced this year or 2020 that like in the weird ironic times i can't deny how much amazing shit happened last year in terms of positivity i saw oh, 100% because i'm gonna tell you, i don't think stacky would have put out 10 million videos in the last few just three years if we if i didn't call him that day and say yo you want to do montreal legend show Cali put out a whole what other different record. What do you mean? Stacky even became, officially became Montreal legend, four style legend. Boom. You understand? Yeah. He he even took on that, that name, Montreal on, legend. On that show, you know what I mean? Because of that show. Let's like, just say I don't know 100% what you mean because honestly, I don't know what you mean. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but yo, I kind of <laughs> know what you're talking about. Well, this is, these are all jewels. Go, go look at Stack Dope. He's an artist. I know who he is because, like, I found him on a pl- – like, yeah, I found him last week. I swear what to God. Like, what, last what week. Or no, 514 Online Mix talked to him. And so I Googled him because she talked to him. And that was the first time I really knew who he was. Like, I, it's, it's my bad, but that's what we're trying to rectify here is because there really is that – it's hard to, to learn this shit right now. Right, Stacky's been there, man. Uh, Stacky's been, been there for been 10 years. Easy. That's a real one, too. More than that, probably. Mm. Frost. There's Jack so Ross. many rap. There's so many rappers. Bro. That's why I mentioned them because like they've been around. And I, that's the thing is for somebody like me though, who is trying to make that effort to learn now, and there's a lot of people who are trying to make that effort to learn now. It's just helpful. Like that's right. that, that's the thing about your song, man. Like, listen, I'm not even gonna lie. It was not in my plans to be here streaming on a Friday night. Da 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 da. But then you played that song, and I'm like, fuck. Okay, we're making a special exception for this. This is this is actually that big. This is like what we do. This is what we do. Shock the world. If you guys drop like you guys gonna do a video for it? Yes, that's for that's for sure. And the people aren't ready. It's it's like it's not in production yet. Mm. But the script is complete. Yeah, like the scoreboard is done. What they just said, guys? They didn't just say we're gonna go shoot a fucking video, pull up. Yo, that's what I do. We're gonna go. No, you guys storyboarded. That's the part where you plan your fucking video out ahead uh, ahead of time. Oh, you know. Level, like understand that the video man gets the the script or the the board or the plan that we're gonna do. Yeah. He, and detail. Oh, not just we're just going to add to context. Thing. You got somebody in Norway watching this too. So sometimes the you know what I mean. Actually, I'm gonna say the same time. Like I got fans. I can't even lie. This year, the number one country that streamed me on Spotify was Brazil. So shout out Straight to up. shout out to all my international fans <laughs> that stream, watch me, uh, go watch my videos so, on YouTube. Like, we do it to be international. My next plan is to be on a plane, fucking. Flying Aust- Australia, riding a kangaroo on stage, like straight up. But that's important to remember too when we talk about this stuff on the internet. But it's like, yo, when we're online like this, we're actually talking to the world right now. Like I got my homeboy Lindell in the comments, who we got to ask his question shortly. He's in Florida. Uh, you know, Golden Jenny's in Norway. Yo, so, y'all be safe out there in Florida. Shout right? out Avanti Limo. If you're in put, Florida right now, get Avanti Limo. <laughs> put, put That's those, my uncle. Put those guns away, guys, man. Um, but, yo, 
we do have a question from him and i think it's cool to ask the questions from the comments yeah, as much as possible so lindell wants to know uh are there any music outside of hip-hop that inspires you for sure yeah for sure, everything man. Bro, you gotta I'm understand. Vinyl in my hand, bro. Understand jazz, rock, definitely rock and roll, right? Mm. Gorilla Geo, see that there's nothing rock and roll about it, but like if you ask rock and roll guys, they love it because it sounds like a rock and roll song, but Serial Killers has a rock and roll feel to it. it has like it that. Does, eh? Okay, no, I hear it. I hear it now. Like, it's, well, it's in my head, I hear it. Fucking mosh pit, fucking yeah. wear leather, punch you in the face type vibe. <laughs> well, fine. I don't know where he came with the leather shit, but <laughs> unless you're like Curtis Blow or fucking Eddie Murphy and Delirious, don't wear leather. <laughs> or, or like a Michael Jackson zipper jacket. Anybody but... wear... <laughs> I don't know how Michael Jackson's a big influence. I, well, that, I grew up with that shit. In the words of DJ Epic. DJ EFN. <laughs> it went left. <laughs> yeah, it went left. It went left, that conversation. But not that. All kinds of music. Understand that, like, we're working on a project where, like, not to reveal too much, but, like, we're going to be working with a lot of different, like, sounds for this shit. Like, we're not Yo. just sticking to the drum pad. And Bro, I have, we, well, not even me. Actually, Gorilla G has, like, more than 300 and gigs of sounds like 200 you know how much that is like we have every korg keyboard plug-in ever made so that's like every korg keyboard ever made we have it every drum set every every drum machine every sound we we have it we've done and we're using it yeah Yo, that is one of the most interesting things I think you've said all night that's not related to Montreal. Because, yo, that's fucking... I mean, it's kind of related to Montreal, but it's more on the you guys are making music. And, yo, we've been seeing it in the fucking comments. We're getting a little, little bit of love for that comment. Because you know how interesting it is to us um, to hear people um, like actually say we want to step outside the box and take advantage of the technology yeah. available to us to create oh, a masterpiece. Sure. And not just use that. Understand that we have connection, all three of us, different connection to musicians and artists that work in different genres of music that can bring that addition to our sound to make it sound even more authentic. You know, like I'm we, we're, not to, we're not trying to be the sampler anymore. Understand that we definitely do sample too. Don't get it twisted, but like the yeah, bro, just sampling yeah, is we, we sample different. We don't sample somebody's record. We'll sample like a piece of a sound, right? And I'm then, sure. and then use it. It's not even a song. We just use the piece of a, a sound as like, like maybe my we made the drum sound better. You know the, the kick sound way better than it used to sound before right that's that's just sound design you know it's simple shit that's what you're supposed to be able to do if you're a sound producer if you can't produce sound then you're not a producer right yo this is some big time knowledge nuggets you drop in so thank you for sharing that for fucking real. Like, a lot real. of people they just they just use loops and shit but everything we do is all played in Everything, we everything, do is and I've seen it. it. I've seen it. Like, 
We've spent the time. I've seen everything. Really played it. Replay the piano part to everything. Any little thing we we play, we hardly use loops. Yo, that's really dope, man. And I say that because like you're sharing this process. Like y'all wanted to talk about why the Monster Squad is legitimate, but you're actually proving the point through these these anecdotes you're sharing with us, right? Like this is this is not the same oh, thing. My brother built a brand. And it was like it stuck. I was at every show at one point, like backstage. You know what I mean? I I go into thing. I go into things for free. Like people would Del shake Mar my hand, Belmont, soda, club Ning, soda, club Corona, everything. Club Corona. All, all these places, like they just. I fuck with them, so they fuck with me. You know what I mean? I definitely get it. And I like that because what you're saying is on top of that, I gave love so people fucks with me. And I think that's something that's really considered. You know what? I've talked to Crazy Ace before, right? Like, he came on through back before the times when nobody could come on through proper, you know? And uh, what I really remember specifically was your desire to learn and that you were a fucking team player like that. And I don't mean to say that you're not, like, bossing up and doing your thing, but... All he, uh, all he really did was give flowers, right? And he was giving flowers before it was cool to give flowers. So, like, because now everybody's giving flowers. Cause it's kind of cool to give flowers. But you were doing it, like... Shit, man. Always cool to give people their flowers before they die, man. You know what I'm saying? It is, man. I think that's why it became, like, a recent part of the lexicon. Because a little more people are aware of that now. And I think that's part of why I, the hater aid is dying away. And I know that people maybe don't all see it yet. But, yo, when I look at the city and I see what's happening, it's like there's a lot of people who are kind of nervous because I get it. It's, it's a changing time. But, yo, the youth are all love. I fucking love the kids. Like, the young ones, they're amazing peoples. I talk to, like, all these 20-year-olds, and they fucking blow my mind with their positivity and shit. I'm not saying that there aren't bad apples, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but, like, but like the vast majority i've encountered has been this overwhelming positive love of respect and a lot of them have a lot of respect sorry yeah hopefully well, keep plus going. plus we're the ogs you know what i mean and uh i think that's the other side of it is we at least us media folk are going to do what we can. I don't know if 514 Online mixes up on that same mission, doing the same fucking thing. So shout outs to them because, yo, it's not uh, even possible. Are, I've, done, I've done more than a few interviews with 514 I'm going to be doing a 514 interview soon, actually. Yo, all y'all hit them up. I'm fucking booked. I can't even handle it. So y'all got to hit up 514 Online Mix, like, for real. Because, oh, uh... Besides Ace, Ace, what are you working on right now? What are you uh, working on? Yo, uh, there's so, two a few, EPs, few, right? Few chain, yeah, I got two EPs. One's ready to go. The one, it's like it's gonna be mixed and mastered real soon by my homie Sammy Skills and Sky Beats. A shout out to the engineers. Everybody has to give more flowers to the engineers. 100%, bro. Y'all be slipping thinking y'all made everything. Motherfucker, if it wasn't for your sound engineer and the producer, you Facts. sound like a bad Facts. And that's a fucking fact. So get out of here. I heard some of y'all in the backstage and on stage without the fucking the auto tune. And if it wasn't in the beat, 
and the actual song playing, your motherfucking ass will sound like a dying cat. Seriously. But yeah, two EPs. One that's being mixed and mastered. Mm-hmm. A second EP that's missing like a song and two featurings that's going to be coming a few months after that. Like, we, I'm, we're working on the Southwest History of Music video. Uh, we're definitely going to have a, another video after the EP drop. Before the oh, another video big, before the big, second EP drop, a girl and G's dropping the. Uh, that's pretty much another it for me. song. He's dropping a fucking EP too. Girl and G's dropping. Yo, I'm actually excited, EP. man. You don't understand. Like I've been actually and, fucking with the the Sammy Skills for a minute now. The other day, and we're talking about when I say a minute, I mean it's a quick one. About a week ago, maybe I was saw. I don't know, cause yo, your fucking profile picture is the best. It is my favorite profile picture of all of the peoples that I've Juggalo. seen. I love it, cause yeah. yo, secretly I'm a juggalo. Not so secretly, I fucking love it. I don't care what anyone says. I'm a juggalo for life. It is what it is. Um, it's been hard for go, me to get in. Go juggalos. Um, so, so I saw I that. I didn't do that for juggalos. I just did it like that was. I had taken another picture, like so. I got an airbrush on my face, and then I I photoshopped it into a cartoon picture. Mm. So I really got my face painted. I got a face painter. I love and then it. I took the picture, and then like that's how then I made I then I made it into a cartoon picture. So, but then I uh, I saw the Monster Squad thing, and I'm like, yo, I know that uh, name. So I fucking clicked I on your shit. He is going to be the cover of my album. That's dope, man. And then I was just listening to all of the Sammy Skill stuff. I basically listened to a bunch of it. I commented on a couple, but I listened to a whole fucking bunch of them in a row. And I'm like, yo, Sammy Skills is fire. He's fire. Like, he's just so good. He's got, you know, here's the thing. I'm 33. So you know what I Thank really you. like listening to? Guys with a lot of fucking experience, right? Who are dropping boss shit on me. But not like fake boss shit. Like I like listening to old men with fucking balls of steel spitting their shit. To me that is the best thing ever right. Because yo if Sammy Skills is still doing it. Then I'm still young in the game. And I can still fucking grind it out forever. So I want you to keep dropping projects. Because it inspires me to keep going. Well guy keep going. Keep going uh, all the way. I never let nobody tell you or stop you nah, or it's not tell gonna you. Happen. Sorry, there was like fifty rocking a mic in Brazil and shit. Yes. Yo, I saw shows. Yo, if you're on my timeline, go look. I have a fucking uh, an old folks home. I just spit shit sometimes out of my head or into my phone. I can't remember the rap, but you would love it. Sure. I'm definitely check that after. I have a question though. What time do you guys have to dip out because of uh, curfew? Like it's... five minutes. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure that's good so that we can just, if you don't mind, we'll keep talking. But I want to get the sound bit to wrap it up. You know, just the the thank you parts. So I just wanted to thank y'all for coming through for real, because yo, what you did for this with this track is fucking big. And for all of y'all, once they dip, we're gonna keep the stream running, and I'll play the track again for sure. Um, but it's fucking incredible that you came through and you shared everything that you're sharing, right? Because again, you share uh, history yeah, nuggets. Bro, you share much respect for having us, bro. Yeah, bro. Much respect. Bro, we're always all, down to spread all culture. Of Montreal, 
Love to all of Montreal. 100%. Make Angle and big. Franco. Big facts. You know, like and if you remember on the last interview, I told you one of my biggest influencers in rap is Joe BG, and that's mm. a legend in the hip-hop community, so... Yo, and I, I love that about you, Crazy Ace. Yo, a lot of people fake that shit. Crazy Ace is the real, real one. I'm not saying that fakely. Like, yo, people sometimes say a lot of things to think a lot of things about people. But, like, I've had two conversations with you like this. And, and, yo, we're live. You can't be faking shit right now. It's not like we can edit this. This is just what it is. Um, So, that's amazing. You fucking... And, yo, I love the fact that you just say so many names. You just say everybody's name. And what's good about that... Is now we have people to Google after because we got to do homework, sure. But by you saying those names and by you coming on here and making these kinds of appearances and continuing to shout out these people, it means other people can go, yo, why does Crazy Ace like that person? Yo, why is Sammy Skills talking about that one? Like, I didn't know who Duke Eaton was until like what? Like fucking three interviews ago or whatever. Okay, like, so for uh, a guy Duke like... He's a fucking a pillar in the community, man. Big facts. Yo, that man is like a fucking cornerstone of hip-hop in Montreal. You understand? I'm not I mean, even like... So now I kind of understand, but not really, because I still have a lot of learning to do. There used to be a song, there used to be a show called Street Sound. That's the only place you can hear hip hop on the radio in Montreal, besides CKUT. Fair. Okay, and that was on K one hundred three in Kanawaki. Right. Yo, man. And he had his own fucking show. That wasn't like no CKUT show. That was like a street show. sounds was like. They, they, I think, like, even like if he left or when he got fired, they still kept street sounds going. And then you know um, that's how big that that he had made the show. So I don't mean so. to cut you off, and I really appreciate what you're sharing. I just want to just say shout out to everyone watching too, because we got to get in there. Thanks, uh, you all are man. fucking amazing. If you're we'll watching, at Monster Squad five one four at Sammy Skills five one four at dot uh, at Crazy dot Ace dot OTR on on fucking Instagram. Uh, Crazy Ace one twenty three on Facebook, and uh, that's pretty much Facebook it. Facebook comes real. So yeah, for all the people in the future, links are going to be in description for all of that. Links will be there for for the present people. We'll get the links thereafter. So we got you go covered. To my YouTube page. Go to his YouTube page. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, do all the shit. But yo, before we go, if you don't like me. Special thanks to the patrons, Ismail, Gadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black, Hurricane, Linda, Williams, and Scribble. They're dope. They support what we do. And if you support what we do over here on Twitch, you can hit that yeah. little subscribe button. And yeah. shout out the other, if you're over anywhere else, patreon.com slash behind that suit. You know what it is. You can show some love like that. Okay. So I just wanted to do that part. Yo, and live long and prosper, everybody. Mm -hmm.